You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Back here at the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta for day two of SEC Football Media Days. And today it was Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs' turn. Mike Leach had plenty to say about this upcoming season, and he also recommended some shows on Netflix and talked about why he hates opening statements so much. But the one thing he didn't have an opinion on was conference realignment. Oh, I don't care. I don't care one iota. I mean, you know, and, and it's funny because the Texas OU crowd, I get asked that. You know, like all of a sudden we got to run for cover because they're coming in, and then and then, but you know it's laughable on a certain level because you know we can't play everybody. The two teams furthest east are the two Alabama teams, so if, you know you knock those guys off, send them to the east, and I have to play. Uh, uh, we have to play Texas and OU. Tell me, how I've lost on that deal, you know. So I'm, I have a lot of respect for those guys, but you know. Uh, and in this conference, they can just go ahead and get in line with everybody else. It's a deal that Leach would certainly take. He joked around saying that the SEC should let him handle how to format the divisions because he'd get it done by lunch. 
He noted that the transition will be way more dramatic for Texas and OU than the SEC, and he's not really faced because his Bulldogs already have one of the toughest schedules in the country. But having these two teams join will be a welcome sight for Leach as he got pretty familiar with them playing them both each year when he was at Texas Tech. And from his standpoint, he said it's pretty good to have them back. SEC Network Report with Mike Lee. What a colorful, fun SEC coach to have in our league. He is just, uh, you know, he's the one guy I would drive all the way to Atlanta just to hear his 30 minutes. He, he's that good. Hey, welcome to the Jay Barker Show. Matt Coulter here, along with uh, Brittany Wagner. Alex Bauman, our fine intern, is here. And we, we're not going to sing, okay? <laughs> but today is Jay Barker's birthday. Jay is, uh, if he's not at the beach with a cold beverage in his hand, then he doesn't get to come back. I mean, that's that's just the bottom line. But welcome, Brittany. How are Thanks. you? Thanks. I'm good. I don't know if he wants us to tell. It's a big birthday for him, too, right? I think he said it Does last it week, but I really don't care either. What You know, when you look 35 and you turn 50, I, right. I don't care that I, I expose either. it. Do you? 5-0. No. The big 5 I remember when he was 17. Oh, Oh. In high school. Don't say that. I don't. Listen. Oh, hey, I am so comfortable with my age, uh, my surroundings, and so forth. But you've been at the beach, too, now. Uh, did you have a big time? I did. I had a good time. I was there for a very long time. And I, can't, I for once in my life, I was ready to come home. I mean, it was really oh. fun. I loved it. The weather was perfect. But I was kind of ready to be back to normal life. <laughs> I was feeling like a... You know, like just a loser kind of, just a, doing a nothing all day, every Brittany, day. You are not getting any violins on that. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, I know you were at Orange Beach. I'm asking this question. We are going to talk SEC football and the like, but uh, just a little beach talk here. Okay. Um, free plug. When you go, name me a couple of restaurants. I'm a oh, big gosh. Orange Beach guy, Gulf okay, Shores. Yeah. I'd rather spend right. my money in our state, to be honest with you. I like Destin, 98. I can't deal with it anymore. Um, but where do you go? Okay, so we go to the same restaurants pretty much every year. We go to Cobalt. That's one of my favorites. Number one on my if list. If you can stand the two-hour wait that you have to endure every single time you walk in the door, no matter what time it is. But it is one of my favorites. Um, we do Fishers, the upstairs of Fishers, which I love. And it's the only place where I will order a steak at the beach, but I will. Really good. Um, we went to Steamers this time. In there. Casual place in a great little shopping center. The, the little shopping center has live music. Steamers has great seafood, casual dining place. Um, we've also, Big Fish is a good one. Um, a good restaurant down there that we, we go to. And then the Wharf, it's, it's what's it called? It's like Vicelli's or... Vi- yeah, that I, is. I like it. It's yeah. Italian. Yeah, but and I it's like okay. It. If you're going to stay at the beach for a year like you did, yeah. you're yeah, probably you going to branch out. you got to branch uh, out. Um, I still go because I love its atmosphere and all that. Do you go to Sea and Suds just for the heck of it? Uh, heck no. Uh, heck no. <laughs> I will say this. I have kids not. loved that place, oh, yeah. and, and we had to go. Yeah. Al, Alvin's. The God, I spent some money, money in that shock. place. Yeah. I will say this. I have not been to Floribama in probably 20 years because I think I'm over that required, like, the age limit that you should go, you know. But this time, we went over across the street to Floribama, the grill place. Yeah, Yeah. That's where we go. That's where, 
you should still be able to go across the street on the beach side. I don't know. But the yacht club side, where they have the boats that can pull literally right up almost to the restaurant, yeah. uh, that's nice my place. And, place. and their food is pretty darn Surprisingly good, Surprisingly good. Yep. Yep. And they had live music, which was, the live music was really good. I was impressed, actually. You should still I'm not gonna go to the yourself other side. and go to the other no, side. Well, I go can't. during the day. Uh, uh, now, and it starts getting after 10 o'clock at night. I'm gone. Yeah. Some yeah. people... You know, some people have a bushwhacker for the first time. Go, oh, that is so good. Then they're on their third and you're calling Uber. Yeah, you should just have one of those at all, right. all times. You walked in the studio today and you said, oh, what's the word drama? Oh, uh, the drama. The drama. Tell me some of the drama that you hear coming out of Atlanta or just uh, on the face of college football I today. I have so much. I ha- for the first time, I have like a sheet of paper with notes because there's so much drama, Look I feel like, at, at SEC Media Days. So the the thing that caught my, of course, Mike Leach, and I'm a Mississippi State alum, so I, you know, I don't know whether to be like proud or embarrassed. I, I, I don't know. I can't be proud. <laughs> I, can't. I love the everybody loves it. I love the, both the coaches in Mississippi. I, There's okay, a no, video I we're going to try and play. I, do I don't too. think you can. Uh, Lane Kiffin with his daughter shopping. I saw. Have it. you seen Brady that? Texas Pulse. Texas it's Pulse on his. It's hilarious. Seven hundred and twenty-one. <laughs> Dollars. More on Leach. More on your alma mater. I just, you know, the necktie. He went off on this rant about the necktie, the guy that invented the necktie, like, and how irrelevant the necktie is. And, and then he went into this whole spill about wiping, like, eating a donut and using the necktie to wipe his face. <laughs> and this is all during an interview where he is supposed to be talking about Mississippi State's team. And as an alumni, I'm like, is this mean we're that bad that like he has to divert the questions to the necktie, or is this just Mike Leach and his personality? Oh, I, oh it's his personality. I mean, He's been doing this since good grief, Texas Tech, and then to Washington State. He's been doing. He was somewhere time. before Texas Tech that we first started seeing him on the radar as a very good. Pioneer of offensive coach. I mean, yeah, and, he, and he still is. He he creates heck for defensive coordinators all over the Southeastern Conference. But uh, I remember watching him. He uh, he had something negative to say about the weatherman in Lubbock. Oh God! Now, how can the weather be a whole lot different day to day in Lubbock? But anyway, <laughs> the uh, meteorologist there in Lubbock the television station say, "Hey, Mike, come on up. Do the weather." What did he do? Oh, I'm sure he did it. And and you can Google this. This is still on YouTube. But he basically got in front of the big green screen, you know, with the weather map behind yeah. him. And he said, here's the weather every day. I walk outside. <laughs> I put my hands up in the air. It's hot as hell. It's Lubbock. I go back inside. I put on my clothes. I go to work. It's that way all day. And you could hear the entire studio cackling. Oh, sure. I mean, because well, I have a it theory about weathermen. I do say it's the only profession where you can be 99% wrong 99% of the time and still have a job. Oh, some are <laughs> Sorry, better than others. James no. uh, <laughs> But they're just never there right. There it is. There it is. Uh, if you stream with us, uh, he looks young. there he is doing the uh, yeah. doing the weather. In a minute, he's going to pop his hands in the there air. There he goes. Yeah, there he goes. Oh, my goodness. He's very, very funny. He is funny. But, I do. That quote we led with, though, I'm, I I am on. I am. Yes. I am yes to that quote. Bring on Texas and Oklahoma. And please, can we not ever play Alabama again? That's the Mississippi State. That's that's our philosophy. Oh. Um, we It done. hadn't worked well. We're done. Um, <laughs> But 
<laughs> you know, everybody's picking them last. Mississippi State? Well, not everybody, but mm-hmm. I see them well, sixth and seventh in the West, and I'm going, don't you have the most experienced, highest rated, most yardage touch? Will Rogers is coming back, right? As far as I know. Why? I, I mean, I'm assuming and, and he by, lost a lot of receivers, though. Maybe he doesn't have anybody around him. And that offensive line, that who offense, the heck though, knows? Uh, but in his offense, um, yeah, I, you can kind of just replace people. And, I don't know. I, mm, I didn't know we were being picked last, though. That's that's not good. Yeah. The other drama quote that I loved was Vandy's coach's comment. And I, I'm dying to get a second opinion on that one. Roger Hoover from the Crimson Tide Sports Network was in Atlanta. He followed Alabama around yesterday. He will be joined right after this break on the Jay Barker Show with Matt and Alex and Brittany. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid summer afternoon. The chance of scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 77. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few strong storms likely by afternoon. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 91 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Good, good for him. Lars taking the day off. Brittany Wagner is here for Women on Wednesday. She's been coming in most all Wednesdays for the past several months. Uh, also, Alex Bauman, our UAB broadcast intern, is is with us as well. We're being joined from the Crimson Tide Sports Network by Roger Hoover. Roger, how are you? Doing really well. I'm back in Birmingham after a fun day yesterday in Atlanta. That's the media day, so I can see the Crimson Tide, but uh, doing very well. Thank you for having me on. Roger, is there any possible way that you can give us a nugget that hasn't been broadcast, written, or tweeted across the nation concerning the University of Alabama? Ah, that's really tough uh, because I think our <laughs> players received a, a lot of exposure yesterday. Uh, Coach Saban certainly did with all the different outlets he talked to. Uh, maybe I could talk about Will Anderson Jr. He described in his one-on-one interview with me that's up right now on the Alabama Insider Podcast. We'll go tomorrow on a Crimson Drive driven by NASCAR on the network as well. He really detailed his first step that he always takes So when the ball is snapped, and that's why he's able to be so successful in getting to the quarterback, causing a lot of disruptions in the running game and uh, really disrupting the passing game flow. So maybe that could be the one exclusive that I did gain yesterday from SEC Media Days is the fact that Will Anderson Jr. has a detailed breakdown of his very first step towards the quarterback and also whether that can be learned or is it just instinct alone. I think that was a really fascinating thing uh, he and I got to talk about yesterday. Is that, hey, this is Brittany, is that, was that taught to him by his coach at Alabama? Or is that something he brought in, you know, that he had learned from a previous coach? 
he kind of felt like a little bit of both. He felt he feels like he always had it in high school, but then the timing changes once he got to college football, and he started to refine that a little bit. But I still think it's that Will Anderson. I think you could have uh, had 16-year-old Will Anderson, who was a high school sophomore, junior. He probably still would have looked the same as he looks right now at that spot. But uh, it's really important. It's been a huge part of his game and a reason why I think he's the most dominant defensive player in college football, maybe the most dominant player we have in the game right now. Hey, hey, Roger, this is Alex, uh, the intern. Um, I would stay on with the Will Anderson topic. What do you think about his comments about the uh, Jimbo Fisher situation yesterday? Yeah, I thought it was pretty much in line with what we've heard from Alabama players throughout the years, if there ever is a chance to uh, talk about bulletin board material. You know, they'll say, you know, we recognize it, but we're just focused on the game. So I, I didn't make too much of it. You know, obviously all the players kept up with what happened in May and that exchange of words between Coach Saban and Coach Fisher. But, uh, again, it's not much of a motivating factor, I think, for these guys once they get on the field. And I think Will was pretty quick to even jump to that once he said, oh, yeah, we know about it. You know, it's still all about the game. I'm going in a completely different direction here. What? Who was the best dressed of the day? <laughs> oh, good. That's a really good question. Uh, Will Anderson Roger uh, definitely would <laughs> – no, nah, it would not be me. I was in the shirt that I think I probably wore last year at the media days. Um, I would go <laughs> probably Bryce Young. Probably Bryce Young. He had the he again. When you've won the Heisman Trophy, when you've been front and center of the college football playoff, it's hard to keep upping your game. But he seemingly does it every time. Yeah, he looked dapper. I saw a picture of him. He looked good. I'll tell you what, <laughs> and, and I know we're just going over saving and saving and saving. That suit must cost about five k. That was as pretty a really? suit. Oh, God. It was I can't perfect. can't say I even I mean, noticed. I, well, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm an old guy and I notice suits. Yeah. I don't know. Does that say anything? <laughs> um, but, man, it was crisp, perfect, tailored. Uh, he he looked fantastic. Nick, he, he just looked fantastic. Uh, I thought, I saw, Kiffin's socks were, like, on point. Did you see his socks? No, I did not. He had some on point. Kiffin's so you really don't good, notice yeah. Nick's suit. But oh. I noticed Kiffin's socks, yeah. What kind of shoes did he have on, Roger? Uh, you're talking about Kiffin? He had, uh, I, yeah. I don't know what uh, brand it was exactly, but I know just in tongue of the shoes, one had B, one had Zip. So, you know, you talk about Mississippi Drip, you go to that, I guess. Yes. Nike sneakers, or what I call sneakers these days, and uh, all aboard Ole Miss uh, colored socks. So, good. Um I really like Kiffin. Uh, there's a certain sense about him that I can identify with, and that that's not just telling his daughters not to spend seven hundred twenty-one dollars on one item at the store. Uh, uh, but he reacted stronger than I would have. I mean, I you know you used to that if you have girls, maybe not seven hundred twenty-one dollars. But was there anyone else yesterday other than the Alabama group? that popped out that you've got something on you can share with us on the Jay Barker show? Uh, I just love Mike Leach. Uh, and the fact that he just goes up to the podium for what is always an anticipated moment, you think, you know, there are certain coaches that will try to use their allotted 30 minutes, and they will go on a filibuster and just talk about every single position. That way they don't have to be asked many tough questions. Mike Leach gets up there, and the first thing he says, all right, any questions? And it, like, it catches the moderator off guard. All of a sudden they're scrambling to – get the microphones out there to the media to ask questions. But I, I just love the fact that, you know, Mike Leach goes up there and doesn't have an opening statement at all, just wants to get into questions right away. We talked about his Netflix recommendations. He talked about 
fact, he's having to hold off on Stranger Things for a little bit. I mean, it, it's one of the most entertaining parts <laughs> of media days. And that's what this time, this time of the year, media days, it's not, it doesn't have to be super serious. It doesn't have to be all X's and O's. I mean, you know, like we're, we're talking fashion a lot. I mean, it's a time to kind of get everybody at their best mood. And uh, Mike Leach personifies that for me. I, I just love being in the room. And I love that Alabama is usually paired with Mississippi State at media days so I can be there for those moments. Do you, I mean, I know, you, you know, you're, you're an Alabama guy, but, but I know we were talking earlier in the show about Mississippi State being picked last. Uh, I mean, do you think that's an accurate pick there? Or are we going to be a little bit better than last place? I, I think better than last place for sure. I think I'd put Auburn there at this point. But even with that said, I mean, the SEC West is so up and down to Valdo this year. I mean, any combination, you know, outside of Alabama from beyond there, two to seven, I think is very interchangeable. <laughs> and I think uh, these teams are going to beat each other up. But I think Mississippi State's in a good spot. You know, anybody that returns a quarterback like Will Rogers and especially has the offense like Mississippi State has, I think they're going to get some wins along the way. And I, I think they have a lot of an uphill climb with how many tough teams they have, but it's kind of a good time for them to catch LSU and Auburn. So if you can get those couple of victories, that'll be big. And then the Egg Bowl is still everything in that state. So uh, if you're able to get that victory uh, later in the year against Lane and the Rebels, uh, I think that puts Mississippi State in a really good spot in recruiting and then for what's ahead next year. So, yeah, I have a tough time seeing them as number seven. But the SEC West outside of Alabama is kind of anybody's best guess what it's going to look like two through seven. Yeah. Um, so I, I assume you heard what uh, Clark Lay had to say, the Vanderbilt head coach. What are your thoughts on that? He said they're going to be uh, the he's best being very program positive. in the country. Yeah. He's being positive. Did, was there was there chuckles in the room when he said that? <laughs> I wasn't like, in the room. Did people kind of start laughing? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Uh, he is a very methodical speaker. I actually just listened to an interview he did with uh, Greg McElroy and Cole Kublik a little bit ago. Uh, he's very, very methodical. He has a long-range plan for Vanderbilt. And, you know, if you're a Vanderbilt fan or a player, you want to hear your head coach give positive reinforcement to the work they're doing. So, you know, again, it's SEC Media Days. He's trying to put the best light possible on his program. Uh, I know a lot of people around college football had fun with that quote, but I mean, what else do you expect him to say? <laughs> he shouldn't be saying we're hoping to get four wins this year instead of three. You know, he's, he's trying to put the best light I think he can on his program. Roger Hoover, birthday boy, by the way, is our guest Thank from the Crimson you. Tide Sports Network. We will not sing. Promise, promise. You deserve better on your birthday. Thank you. Uh, did you fill out a ballot? And even if not, how would you rank seven in the West? That's really interesting. I haven't done it yet. I uh, probably will tackle that this afternoon. Uh, just start with the Crimson Tide. I think with everything we see coming back, Alabama is in really good shape. And then from there, I, I think LSU is one team that I'm going to have higher than maybe I originally thought. Just hearing Brian Kelly this week and when you realize the amount of talent that they are able to bring in from the transfer portal. And I think he always did a really good job in Notre Dame making the most of the talent he had. And Ed Ogeron recruited really well at LSU. And especially the guys that have stuck around that program from Coach O's recruiting days, you know, that was based off the strength of a national championship. There's nothing that helps a recruiting class like having a national championship. So I think he's going to get the most out of LSU. So I may have the Tigers uh, higher than I thought going into the season, I would probably have Alabama 1, LSU 2, 
probably Texas A&M would go three uh, following that. And then I think any combination of Arkansas and the Mississippi schools to kind of round it out after that. I think that's where I'd stand right now. And I think Arkansas is another program that is really going to be interesting to see if they can make noise and maybe challenge LSU and A&M for that second or third spot. Uh, but that's really where I see it at this point. And then I think Auburn's going to have a tough year. If the Tigers don't get an early win against Penn State, uh, with based off everything that happened this offseason, I think it's going to be hard for that program to keep that positive mindset that, as we mentioned, Clark Lee's trying to establish at Vanderbilt. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for them once SEC play begins if they don't have that win against Penn State, if they don't have a lot of momentum going to some really key games in late September. I don't know if you were in the room when Sam Pittman was doing his interview, but I watched it, and he goes into this thing about the hog statue that he has outside of his house. It was a very interesting story. And then they showed, I saw the picture of this. It's this massive statue of this this hog slobbering water, and the water goes back into the lake. Um, So here's my question. If you were going to have a statue outside your house, what would it be and why? That is a really good question. <laughs> wow. And I love that for us, Sam Pittman. Uh, I feel like it has to have an elephant for Alabama, but, you know, it's tough to compete with uh, the Tusca statue that we now have on campus uh, at the corner of University and the Wallace Wade, uh, which is near our Crimson Tide Sports Network set on game days at Bryant Denny Stadium. A statue outside the house. Uh, that is a really, I would either have that elephant or, you know, I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, so maybe uh, a couple little Cubs. Cub bears kind of running around, something like that. But uh, that's real. Uh, there's no way to compete with a Razorback on something like that, especially with the lake involved. That's really good. Yeah. Well, you should maybe next time say your wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, she'd be thrilled. Yeah, she'd be absolutely thrilled with that. <laughs> Alex, you got a final thought or question here? I do. So, uh, besides Tennessee, do you think anybody challenges Georgia and the SEC West East this year? Uh, that's a really good question because I think Georgia is in a similar spot to Alabama where they really it's going to have a, they have a huge advantage over the rest of the division. But then from there, I think it gets really interesting. Uh, you mentioned Tennessee. I expect them to have a really good season with Hooker coming back, uh, another offseason, Josh Heupel's offense. Uh, and you know, they beat Kentucky last year. I hear a lot of praise for Kentucky, but as good as Kentucky may be on paper, still in a lot of big games, Kentucky – has not answered the bell. They've gotten some big wins against teams like Florida, but you know Florida's been down when those have happened. Uh, so I'd still probably have Tennessee just ahead of Kentucky, and then I think the other program that's really going to challenge is South Carolina with Spencer Rattler at quarterback, because when we've seen him play at his best, he's one of the best in college football and certainly earned that going into last season based off his great production in Oklahoma. We'll see how it translates uh, to the SEC specifically in the SEC East, but I I'd lean more towards Tennessee and South Carolina as challengers in the East as opposed to Kentucky. I still think Georgia's going to win it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia does suffer a setback or two along the way, especially to teams like Tennessee or South Carolina. I think that'll be fascinating to see on the Eastern Division side of this year. All right, Roger, we're going to roll you out. First, a couple of birthday questions, all right? Yeah. What kind of cake? My wife was able to replicate a cake that I had through the years from my grandmother, yellow cake with chocolate icing uh, and sprinkles on top. So that was perfect. Well done, Lansing Hoover, on that. So uh, I got to enjoy that. I'm still enjoying that. I had a slice for breakfast today with y'all. 
awesome. Uh, what's your birthday meal? Birthday meal. Uh, this year, we were back in Birmingham. We did go to Automatic Seafood, so that was delicious. That's some grilled mm. oysters and scallops. So that was that this year, but it kind of varies. Uh, I, I went to a steakhouse last year when we were vacationing in Pensacola. So it's kind of based on wherever I am. And usually, I, or before that, I'd been in minor league baseball for 12 years. So it's usually, you know, hot dog and chips every single time with minor league baseball meals. So uh, I'm glad I get to enjoy uh, the finer things now as I get into my twilight, uh, the ripe old age of 34. Hey, have a great birthday. Thank you for your time, and we'll talk again next next week. Sounds great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Brittany, uh, so far through 33 minutes of the show, you get the star for great question. Oh, thanks. What statue would you have in front of your house? <laughs> I know. I'm asking. Now, now I'm, I'm asking you. Now I'm gonna flip. We're gonna flip the tables <laughs> on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. <laughs> You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 
Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. Back on the Jay Barker Show. We are driven by Sunny King Ford. You need a new vehicle. Servicing previously on... Sonny King is the answer and has been for decades in East Alabama. Also, we are being presented by Top Golf. If you haven't been there, shame on you. It's absolutely fabulous. You can go with the guys. You can go with the girls. You can go with the family. You can go with the kids. Um, all are welcome. And by the way, you don't have to even have played golf. Go play. It's a lot of fun. Jay Barker Show with Matt, Brittany, and Alex Bauman is in the studio. Your question to which, by the way, is award-winning so far on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, about Pittman having his hogs that are on the lake there and what statue Roger Hoover would have in his front yard or if you had a lake. Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't have a lake. Brittany, uh, what would be in your front yard? A bulldog? I mean, I think, no. <laughs> Good. I think the obvious answer would be a pencil, right? Oh, right, okay. Okay, um, but... That would be weird. So I think... But not a lot of people would understand. No. Well, well, then everyone people, would know that I live there, though. Well, then you might sell a lot of books. That's true. It's true. Yeah, I don't know that I want everyone knowing where I live. But I think the <laughs> my dog is still alive, thank goodness, and I need him to be alive for a long time. However, when and if the dog passes away, it would be a statue of my dog because he is amazing. What's your dog's name? Ollie. Like O-L-L? O-L-L-I-E. He's a 100-pound golden doodle, and he's adorable and so nice and sweet. <laughs> uh, most of those dogs are, right? Yes. He's well, so how good. old is Ollie? Oh, he's young. He's only like five. So I got oh, many, many years got many, many years. But that would be the only thing or person worthy of a statue. All right, Alex, what's in your front yard? Uh, Blaze the Dragon. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. With yeah. a fire coming out? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. All That's right, Matt. That's a great one. Top oh. that. Uh, Can't be an elephant. No, 
Uh, now, when you do something like that in your front yard, you become subject to people that don't like Alabama. Oh. Or if you put a tiger, you yeah. become. And by the way, there will be Southern Miss fans come up and paint Blaze. You know that, right? Oh, that's right. Blaze will become yellow. Blaze will become, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is going to be so corny and cheesy. I'll make it quick. I would probably have a rocket or something in oh. tribute to my father. You know, I won't go on and that's on and on. One, yeah. But the Webb Space Telescope that's out now, just phenomenal pictures. My father was one of the point men on putting the Hubble up before that. And oh, wow. He yeah. told me, he said, you're not going to believe it. It might be a replica of the Hubble. So everybody's gone. That's a good answer. Or, no, no, well, like it, it is because uh, my father obviously Meaningful. and my mother, just incredible role models and influence in my life. Yeah. There we go. All right. I asked Roger. Alex, I'm coming to you first. Have you done your SEC homework? Because, uh, by the way, I haven't. I haven't either. I, I have Alabama number one <laughs> in the West, and that's about it. it. Give me some discussion on that. Who would be your number two? Because I believe there's a roadblock there. You know, I think I'd have to put Ole Miss uh, yeah. at number two. Really? I would. I got no quarterback. Well, they don't have a proven quarterback. I mean, they have Jackson Dart, who I think is going to be really well. They also have really Lane well. Kiffin, who I just think is really smart at how to, you know, play those games. I did just see a. I just saw an article where Tim Tebow was just interviewed. I, I guess because of SEC Media Days, but and he was asked something about Ole Miss, and he made this statement, which was a very brave statement, that he thinks Matt Corral was the best quarterback in Ole Miss history. And wow, he, that includes a couple of Mannings. Mannings, and the the whoever was interviewing him was like, uh, "You do remember that Archie and Eli played at Ole Miss?" And he was like, "Yes, I think he is. He was a better quarterback than Archie and Eli." Well, Tim was very young. Uh, he wasn't born when Archie played. Um, I believe Archie was better than Eli. Oh, Eli was All-American. We know his, his accomplishments at the NFL level. Um, Tim doesn't drink, right? No, I don't think. I, yeah, I was just read that, and I was like, oh, wow. I don't know that that was. Well, uh, he also listed his say. top five returning quarterbacks, and he didn't list Will Rogers. Excuse me, does anybody look at this guy's numbers? I don't think people Did anybody take watch seriously. the second half of the Auburn-Mississippi State game? Where are you on Will Rogers, Alex? I don't know. I just think that people will rate him low just because of Mike Leach's offense is more just pass air raid, and they don't run the ball, so his stats are kind of inflated, maybe. Mm. Oh. Good point. It also doesn't matter how much you throw the ball if you don't have anyone that can catch it, which might be a problem. Oh, uh, you know, if I were a wide receiver and good enough, I would certainly sign with Alabama. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount Mississippi State for a heartbeat because a, you're going to get targeted. B, you're yeah. going to get catches. You're going to get numbers, and you're going to find out whether or not you're SEC worthy. Yeah, I'm not sure how good our defense is this year, though. Like I haven't, we had some turnover there. I don't know. I don't know about our defense. I think Ole Miss, too. I'm with Alex on Ole Miss. I'm telling you this. My team right now, I think I'm rooting for, I am pulling for. I, he is my second favorite coach in the SEC right now, Shane Beamer in the South Carolina game. Boy, you've been listening to the Lars music, hadn't you? <laughs> uh, well, okay, I worked with Shane Beamer at Mississippi State. So I was a counselor. He was an assistant or when, with uh, Coach Croom at Mississippi State, and I respected the heck out of him then. I just He's a good person. He's a good human. Married a Mississippi State 
alumni, by the way, met, that he met at, when, at his time in Starbucks. Marrying a Mississippi girl is really high on your list of accomplishments. It is. And it shows high IQ, does it not? <laughs> it shows a lot of things. <laughs> um, but I just think he he is a great motivator. He's super inspiring. I mean, listening to him talk, he's fun. He's a human being. He reminds me a little bit of, I mean, I think he and Lane Kiffin kind of have that same, like, just human being personality. They're not out there just, you know, given the the standard coach speak stuff. I think his players will run through a wall for him, which is a huge factor in winning those big games. He's a heck of a recruiter. He's got a quarterback. I, I think the donors are behind him. I mean, I think he's the guy. Like, I think everybody is behind him to win this, to, like, do something with that program. He, uh, he's he got to get Spencer Rattler back to the point he was two years ago. I think he can. If he gets – but the thing about it is Spencer Rattler was good and he was the top Heisman Trophy candidate going into the year before last Problem is, he's playing in the SEC now. Well, that's true. He was playing in, in the Big 12 back then, which their defense is their sieve line. But uh, anyway. That's true. Hey, uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to talk about the Major League All-Star game. No, I don't want everybody to turn the channel. When we get back, <laughs> we will not talk about the Major League All-Star game. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid summer afternoon. The chance of scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 77. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few strong storms likely by afternoon. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 91 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Brian Harson fan. Auburn people need to leave that man alone and let him do his job. Uh, we got a great AD and Alan Green. We got a great basketball coach. Uh, you know, our baseball team was tremendous this year. But they need to leave Coach Harson alone because Auburn has already had this reputation as a kangaroo court. You talk to people in the in the know. And I know those guys. I know Feinbaum. I know Herb Street. I know, you know, Byrne. And I know Gary. I know guys. And Auburn has developed a reputation as a kangaroo court. And we got to support whoever the coach is. Because, you know, we, we're really getting close to being irrelevant. Because we got the greatest college football coach ever on the other side of the state. Kirby's doing a tremendous job at Georgia. We got Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC in a couple years. If we don't get our crap together, we're going to become irrelevant. Because Texas and Oklahoma, they're on the upswing. Georgia is on the upswing. Alabama is King Kong. We need to support Coach Harson, get that man a chance to win, and be all in on him.
Charles Barkley. If you ever tell it like it is. And he does there in reference to Brian Harson, leave that man alone. Is that going to happen? Has anybody been following Auburn for the last few years? No. If he doesn't start off well, they'll be talking about putting him on a plane or sending the moving vans to his house. And it wouldn't surprise me if they did it in midseason, if Brian Harson does not succeed, which, you know, you who are you going to hire? Because at some point, nobody's going to want to coach there that's any good because they know going off the bat they're not going to have the support of the fan base or the community if they don't come out and, like, wave a magic wand and win immediately. And that's impossible almost. Alex, is Harson the guy? I don't think so. I think they should have hired Kevin Steele when they were doing mm-hmm. the – job search yeah i don't necessarily know that he's the guy but i mean good grief give the man a chance well they didn't treat him very nicely in the offseason no they did not meanwhile i thought he handled himself with dignity i would have to agree uh, the question is can he put he can coach i mean he proved that before but that wasn't in the sec his problem now is he doesn't have a quarterback his offensive line when's the last time auburn had a really Good, solid offensive line. Um, might have been the years, the year they made the national championship run, and that's been a while. Um, but they also have to overcome the cloud because there were players that were very, very outspoken about keeping this guy, and there were players that were visibly silent. Well, and there His were, biggest task may not be quarterback. It may be getting everybody in the same room I again. think that's what it is. I think his biggest obstacle right now is getting getting, getting some support, like getting his team to unify and then getting – I mean, somebody he, – he needs somebody to have his back. Like, he needs somebody to support him and, and you know, give him some some love. I mean, the – and because how do you how do you get one without the other? If you've got your team in the room and you're trying to unify a team, but then the whole community and the whole fan base is is you know hates you, that's that influences your players and it influences that that locker room. And I, I just he's got a hard he's got a hard job. It's a, it's the toughest task in the SEC this year, and no doubt, no uh, doubt. I mean, there's some other guys that aren't necessarily under pressure, but under suspicion. I think Brian Kelly. You know, uh, with his resume, he, right. he better win several games, and he better beat some teams that he probably time. should be. Uh, should be. Uh, he has great fan base and great recruiting base. So, Alex, have you got a, um, a crystal ball on who might start at quarterback in game one? I would think, I would think Calzada. Of course, he had much success with Texas A&M, particularly against Alabama. But if you look at what he did last year, that was a shining moment. Um, he was, quite honestly, kind of average in, in his other games. So based on experience and based on experience in the SEC, he would he would give the edge. I would give him the edge. However, uh, Robbie Ashford, the kid from Hoover and the transfer from Oregon, uh, he has opened the eyes of several people, including Antonio Langham, who comes into this studio. Um, and and uh, they have told me, don't count him out. Uh, he's a very, very skilled athlete. So uh, so we'll see. Would you all pick them last in the uh, SEC West? I, I am, just because I don't want to pick Mississippi State last. Okay. Well, then, <laughs> so, but I do think they have the hardest. I think he has the hardest job. I think 
I think I think that first the first couple games. I mean, it, you don't play well the first couple games. I think it's over. Well, Penn State's going to be huge. Right. Uh, he beats Penn State, mm-hmm. and now it's at home. Uh, and he played him very very tough Who last did? year, but the the end of the season run or or walk <laughs> that Auburn had, including the comeback they allowed with Mississippi State, comeback they allowed with Alabama. And then I went to the Birmingham Bowl, and they just looked lifeless. Who's their second game? Uh, you know, you're going to have to oh, get me schedule. I don't know either. I'm just wondering, because like even if you beat Penn State. I think Penn State is their second game, but I, I'll have to look that up. All right. Tell me or tell the listeners here to the Jay Barker Show the two items that you have up for bid as we go to the second hour. I have the most storied programs of all time, and I have the question of what college football team has had a player in every Super Bowl since 1967. Okay. No phones. No Googling. Nope. Alex, I want you all over this. All right. After the break. But, you know, it's not fair to ask him the one about... 1967. Yes, yeah, in 67. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's fair to ask me because I've, I've seen every Super Bowl but one. Okay. All right. Not Alabama. Uh, you're listening to the jay barker show hi this is wes mcclooney owner of the new balance birmingham store achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel and when it comes to the right shoes nothing feels better than new balance the fit specialist at the new balance birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size shape and gait determining the best new balance shoes for you Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham, your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces of all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we have to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. 
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Happy birthday, Jay. He's yes. uh, spending time at the beach with family, and that is all very good. I'm not going until August. Uh, I think Alex Bauman, you've already been, right? I went the week of the fourth. Yeah. And you, uh, I've been you've like been three twice. times. <laughs> In twice. fact, I think you've spent 20 days at the I've beach. Been, it's, I've, yeah, I've too you, much. You look at you. you I'm look super very tan. Very bronze. Super tan. Are you one of those people who can just go to the yes. beach and lay out for eight hours? Yes. My wife is like that, and I go, what do you, love now, it. she reads. I'll give her that. I'm just not a patient enough human being to be able to do that. Anyway, uh, as we speak, you got Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, and Kentucky. Uh, they are taking the podium uh, at Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame, fielding questions. And uh, one of them today and then most notably tomorrow when Jimbo and his clan show up, they will be minus a player, I would most imagine. Aeneas Smith, wide receiver, their best returning ball catcher from Texas A&M, arrested this morning somewhere around 2 o'clock for a DWI, possession of marijuana, and uh, the one that that's all bad, particularly DUI, because you, you're literally driving around um, with the ability to kill somebody with your car, yourself. But the gun charge had a full magazine and a round in the chamber. Um, Brittany, since you had to deal with situations, uh, most notably in Last Chance U, where you had players that made mistakes, uh, how do you deal with that? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, look, he he definitely made a mistake. And, and I think, you know, a lot of people, especially on social media right now, are saying, you know, how do you make that mistake the day before you were the guy selected to represent your team at SEC Media Days? How do you make that mistake when you're the leader or the supposed leader of your team? You know, and, and good questions, but we all, you know, how do we all make mistakes when we're in situations where people assume, you know, we know better and we're not going to, because we're human beings. And so... I also, I just, I feel bad for the kid because I think, you know, he clearly made a mistake, but he's going to pay for it dearly. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know his story. I don't know where he came from. I don't know the situation surrounding the, you know, what happened, but he's certainly getting beat up on social media. That will not end anytime soon. He's clearly affected the entire rest of his life with this mistake that he made at two o'clock in the morning. And, I just hate that for him because he quite possibly had a very bright future. Um, let's ask our intern, our yeah. new broadcaster. Uh, let's say Jimbo Fisher walks to the podium. They open the mics. You going to ask him about this? I mean, I think you have to. It's a it's the biggest story right now. 
does does this uh, help? I'm scared and, of what and, he'll and say. Does he going to get more questions about this than Nick Saban, Alex? I don't think either are good. Like you know, he, he doesn't want either type of question. Yeah, he'll he'll yeah he'll have to address it. I mean, you know, do you get someone to replace him? That's it, and that's what or I'm thinking. Last minute spot. I don't uh, know. I, I think that uh, I don't know if it softens the situation at all, but I think you get a third guy. First of all, and and this is just going to be strictly logistics. Have you ever been to Media Days? I have. Uh, uh, I was an intern you, for Media Days back in the day. For the SEC? <laughs> yes. Uh, where are you down? I was here in Birmingham. I was, oh, I remember you. You were way where? back in the day. Um, was it at the like Winfrey? Jackie Sherrill at the Winfrey. Oh, yeah, it was God. at the Winfrey. I, I, it was. Jackie Sherrill's a weird guy. <laughs> um, I guess you know that. But I was Or the you won't admit to it. But uh, anyway, then you know, I know. how absolutely it, structured it is in 10-minute increments. Yeah. They've got all this shift going on. And it's actually a pretty interesting procedure if you're watching it. And they have interns. They have people like you that are walking a player yep. from Radio 1 to Internet 2. Because they didn't have that even we when you were We didn't have that intern. back then. We just but, had um, Interview 1. And, and they've got to be there for And then there is some free time where you go down what's called Radio Row. Yep. And players and coaches, if they want to, can answer it and sit down on shows like this. But... Uh, it's gonna. It won't throw them off, but there'll be some blank spaces. Right. A lot of them, if they don't fill, yeah, the third slot. Or you know, maybe they'll shuffle and just move everybody. I, I don't know, but I mean, clearly they'll. Pro- clearly, Jimbo will know today if he's gonna get another player in in his place. But the you know, and the, then the bigger question there is like, what happens after today? With uh, his charges, <laughs> yeah. And all that? Like, does, does, he, he does he even he participate? Right. Uh, most coaches these days will are, are follow pretty much uh, innocent until proven, proven guilty. guilty. But let me tell you that they, he'll there's action being taken towards Smith right now. Yeah, I don't know if he's running stadium steps. I mean, as soon as they well, get him he's out, still in jail. Oh, is he really? <laughs> I um, mean, I don't know, but that's yeah, all I'd want to do is be sad, in a Texas jail. Sad story. And, and then yeah. there's a part of me that's like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe he, if he's a senior and he's supposed to be a leader, then maybe, you know, you do have an expectation of better. But I know with some of the players that I worked with, if we were expecting him to be on a plane to fly to SEC media days tomorrow, we would have had, he would have been somewhere. Like you have a coach on him. <laughs> would and, you now? Oh, yes. Okay. And, Even and two you, days beforehand. Well, well see, I, 24 hours before, I would think yeah. you do. Like you, you want to know what are you wearing? Put it on. Does it fit? You know, I mean, like you were you were kind of corralling these people, making sure that they're not showing up high or drunk or whatever. And and so there's a part of me that's like, who was his handler? And he failed miserably. Mm. Should have put one of those collective members, one of the boosters. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that was the problem. I don't know. Which, you know, by the time you're a senior, you would hope you didn't have to have all that. But Alex, you got any them. thoughts on uh what you would do in this situation if you were Jimbo? I mean, he'd have to be suspended for a certain amount of games if he's proven guilty. Problem is, the court works so slow, they won't get to this before their opener. Yeah. Will they? Then, I mean, you can't play. Sure, there's policy on that, right, beyond just Jimbo Fisher's policy. Well, um, I, I think the SEC has probably some broad policies on it, but I, I think it comes down to the individual institution, and then more so, it comes down to the coach. And to be honest with you, and I learned this with Gene Stallings and his treatment of David Palmer, um, a lot of times it depends on the individual. 
David Palmer oh, got yeah, in some bad trouble. Um, I mean, Gene Stallings took unmitigated heck because he kept him in practice and let him play. And Stallings finally just said, you don't know what not having football will mean to David Palmer. And he meant, you know, that's going to take him off his rails even worse. Which is true for a lot of players. So yep. it looks like he did postpone. Um, so I'm... I mean, I'm. My second question is, who paid that? Well, and I mean, through NIL, I guess anybody an, could pay it. I did see a funny tweet earlier that said, "Perfect NIL deal for Uber." <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, you know, do they not do summer drug testing? Uh, well, all dr- here's one thing I learned in working with college athlete in college athletics is drug testing is random, and it just so happens that those stars never get the random pick. A lot of times, so I don't know. Maybe that was ever, part of it. <laughs> you ever heard Jay talk about the testing? <laughs> no. It's interesting. And, and you, you can read into this exactly what you need to. But throughout his career, that's when they first started doing that. The random. Who do you think they tested more than anybody? Him? Yeah. Really? Because they knew he because wasn't they doing knew he'd it? Pass. Yeah. They, they, there you they go. Because uh, normally yeah, I would say smart. your quarterback... In some situations, you know, you, you can't not have him, so you're not testing him just in case. Well, but they all knew Jay. But they all knew he wasn't, and they he knew, wasn't doing but, it. Uh, yeah. And I also remember him not to get too graphic. Sometimes they would come in there after a game and ask you. Here. He said, I don't no. have anything to pee. No. I mean, how, how could you? And, and, you know, he'd have to stand around and wait. I'll tell Drink you this. Water. I remember Mississippi State was playing in the Super Regional at Clemson when I was working there, and I was tra- I traveled with the team, and we get off the bus to go on the field for the Super Regional game, and the NCAA grabs our play- some of our players off the bus and takes them in the locker room for a drug test. <laughs> Literally four hours before we were playing for a championship. <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah, uh, I can't. I'm too nervous. I have bashful uh, kidneys. No one failed, which was amazing, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we gave the tease to two really, really good topics, but unfortunately I've run us into the first break. Also, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about Georgia and Stinson Bennett. You'll hear from Kirby Smart on that when we come back on the Jay Barker Show. That's Brittany Wagner. Alex Bauman's in the studio as well. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid summer afternoon. A chance of scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 77. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few strong storms likely by afternoon. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 93 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Well, 
I think the biggest thing is time management for us during that time. You know, we, we, we probably did more work in that championship run than we did in previous years. So the previous playoff we had, we didn't practice as many days in pads. We didn't condition as much as we did in this one. We felt like that was a very uh, integral part to our team is could we be the best conditioned team when we played Michigan? Could we be the best conditioned team when we played Alabama? And that was something that we really honed in on and thought was important. And our, our players bought into it. You know, you can't go in a room and say, hey, guys, we're going to run extra after practice and they're going to feel good about it. they got to believe it. So we had a, a small group that felt like that was important, and they did it. And that was probably the one thing pushing the guys at the end of the year more than we usually do. Do you have any indication of what this team's identity might be heading into this upcoming season? Yeah, hungry. I talked about it earlier. I mean, there's, there's a hunger among this group that uh, they, a lot of guys want to prove that they can replace the other guy. And uh, they don't want to be the other guy. They want to be the next guy. And you look across the board, we had some really high-profile players, really on defense and offense, when you count the backs and the receivers, that we, we have to replace those guys. And the hunger comes from the opportunity the talented players behind them have. And I'm, I'm excited. That's why complacency is something that happens to people that don't look what's, they don't look what's going on. We, we, don't, we don't have that problem. There's not a day that we don't wake up and think, what can we do better to make our program better? And our players are doing that right now. That's Kirby Smart, head coach of the defending champion Georgia Bulldogs. Think they will uh, continue? You think they're playoff bound? Mm. They've lost. They lost a lot. That, that defense. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know. I mean, playoff bound, top four? No. Oh. I don't. Alex, do they give Bennett enough credit on this team? It, and, and even though he. One last year. I know. I still think, Alex, I think more Stetson Bennett is still overlooked. I mean, he has to control that locker room, which I think is very important for the quarterback position to have. So I think that's what kept him in the starting quarterback job for the entirety of that season. You know what else I think kept him in it? He doesn't have social media. And so he never knew what people were saying about him, which I think is huge for your mental state. You know, when you're going out there and competing like that. And if he had read, I think, some of the... I think it gets in your head. And and he didn't know. I saw an interview with him last year where he said, I don't have social media. I I decided not to really even get on the internet during the season. And I didn't know. Which is huge, mentally. uh, I I like that. But the only problem with that is you can't establish an image. And you're NIL. Well, what's more important? Winning a national championship or getting paid? (laughs) <laughs> uh, there's sometimes now I wonder. I used to never wonder. That. Yeah. All right. Uh, you had a great question concerning uh, a couple of, of different topics. First of all, Mad Dog, for those of you that don't know, very, very popular, often cynical. Well, I mean, you can imagine. He's a, he's a New York City sports talk show host, and he's been there, I don't know, 30-something years. Um, he had an observation that you found on Twitter. I found it. He, he, he ranked the top five most storied football programs of all time. And there's a lot of talk on Twitter right now, two fan base, two groups of people. One is a fan base. The other just being Southerners would, would hate this list. So I'm, I'm number one, Notre Dame. Okay. I can see how some people would say that. Number two, Michigan. 
Okay. <laughs> and this is where, <laughs> and all the Alabama fans are mad. Number three, Alabama. Okay. Number four, USC, as in Southern Cal, and number five, Oklahoma. Oh. Top five storied college football programs of all time. Well, uh, there's no Ohio State in that list. No Nebraska. No Nebraska. Uh, you know, it's I I base my thoughts on the fact that I I'm in Alabama, so I, I think Alabama is the best program consistently since the 20s. Now through 2022. There have been some downtimes, certainly. But they have the most national championships. And I know people will go, don't count this one, count this one. But arguably, you can count the rest of them. You can take a few away from Alabama that you don't agree with. They still have the most national championships. They have the most bowl appearances. They have the most bowl wins. Um, so I, they don't have the most wins. I think that's Michigan. But Alex, you're young and, and, and probably don't remember some of the years when Michigan and Notre Dame and USC particularly. Uh, are you okay with that top five and particularly the order? I am not. I had written down a list uh, before we started talking about it. I had Alabama one, Notre Dame two, USC three, Michigan four, and then Ohio State five. I think that's a good, that's better than Mad yeah, Dogs. Um, and the that's absence of list. Ohio State's tough to swallow. It, that is. And Oklahoma, really? What? Uh, I mean, well, Oklahoma under Barry Switzer. In the, in, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they were they were very very Marcus good. Oh, uh, yeah, but you know, he ended up Southern yeah. Miss, didn't he? Uh, uh, did he finish his career there? I mean, he lives in Mississippi now. Yep. He's from Mississippi. Uh, he he tweets a lot too, doesn't he? He does. He and does. I saw a documentary <laughs> on him, and I documentary is really good. Thought what a cool guy mm-hmm. to have been where he was. And to be so comfortable with his lifestyle now. Yeah. Because he's basically a blue-collar worker, right? He is. He's just kind of gotten into the... I think think he's got another documentary-type movie thing in the works. I mean, he's just now kind of getting back, I think, with some notoriety. But, yeah. Yeah. That documentary was hard for me to watch. Uh, Do you know him? I do. Good Uh, guy. Really good guy. Boy. He was Herschel-like coming out of college. Oh, my gosh. Bo-like. Uh... And there is an unbelievable book, and I wish I could credit the author, called The Courting of Marcus Dupree. Have you ever oh, read it? I haven't, but... Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Um, that was a real eye-opener for its time. Yeah. Because it was talking about all, diff- and literally, the courting of this man. All the hand. And then he did make it into the NFL, but uh, I think he played a little bit for the Rams. He ended up in the USFL. Did you know did that? Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I think he played for the Breakers. Somebody like that. But, hmm. um, he's one of those guys. All right. Your other question is just this one. I haven't told I almost the don't want to know the so. answer to, so I can uh, throw it out there for the next time my buddies and I get together for coffee. Uh, <laughs> ask the question. This is a great one. And, and Alec, we're going to make Alex answer first. All right. <laughs> Which college football program has had at least one player in every Super Bowl since 1967. What a... That's one of the best trivia questions I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to go Rutgers. What? Whoa! <laughs> wow! Wow! That's like that's like when you're on that show where they ask you what's your wager and, and you're like a dollar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Alex goes Rutgers. There he goes Rutgers. Uh, okay. Well, they are in the Big Ten. 
Uh, all right. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Ohio State. Okay. You're both wrong. Well, I knew he was. <laughs> I thought there was a chance I might be. No. Uh, and I'm not sure I want to know yet. Can can we get second guesses? Yeah. Please, Mrs. Second Wagner. Second guess. <laughs> I'm the master right. of second chances. So here we go. Yeah, yeah you really are. Uh <laughs> Alex, you gotta you gotta up your game a little bit yeah. from the Scarlet Knight. <laughs> UCLA. Oh, that's not much better. Than well, that, it, no. In its day, that uh, <laughs> it is much better than Rutgers, though I must say. Uh, well, all right, I'll, I'll go to uh, their partner there in Los Angeles. What about USC? No. Uh, this is okay. Do we get one? Can I give more? you a hint? No, okay. no, no, no. no. Uh, okay. Uh, we get one more. Go ahead, Alex. Mm. Texas. Mm. Now, see, that is a good guess. That's a better guess. Uh, Still not right, but it's a better guess. <laughs> well, what about Michigan? No. All right, give us a hint. Penn State. Nittany Lions. Should have been up there. Uh, Which That's another one of those programs we didn't mention a little while ago. Right. But I think and they're top ten, maybe not top five. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But I wonder if their their um did their issue, you know, prohibit them from being in the top five? Does that scar their reputation as being one of the top storied programs of all time? Uh, you want me to get real political and not really outspoken I mean, right can. now. Uh, <laughs> when Penn State nominated <laughs> when Penn State nominated the swimmer, the transgender oh, okay. for their athlete of the year. Ooh. I'm not wearing that shirt anymore. Promise. I, 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 I'm that petty. Do you know what I'm talking about, Alex? I do. They nominated uh, him, her. But you were gonna. But Boy, you were wearing took... the shirt after Pat- Paterno and his crew stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's, okay. That's much worse. Yeah. Uh, I I wore it initially because it was so comfortable. There you go. It was given. To it was good cotton. Not like that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's not like I went out and bought it. So. No. Uh, well, they weren't in the top five, but they are the only team that's had a player in the Super Bowl well, since 1967. You know, I, I can see that. And they are locationally close to Rutgers, so you were a little on track with well, at least the Geographically, location. he was closer than any of them. That's right. I almost said that I, as a hint. And then when, when you read it, did you have a guess or did you see the answer first? I saw the – that's what made me look at it is I saw this huge graphic that said Penn State in big letters and then under it said most Super Bowls or something. And I was like, what? And so I clicked on it and then that's how I got the, the question because I just saw Penn State most Super Bowls and I didn't know what the heck they were talking about. Did they list the players? Well, they maybe. I didn't scroll. I, once I read the top, I didn't scroll down. I'm, uh-huh. I mean, Saquon Barkley has been in. No, he hadn't because he plays for a terrible team. Uh, he does now. Yeah. He didn't turn that team around like they thought he would. No. Uh-oh. But he didn't have a lot of help. Well, well no. The, uh, they've had, what, five coaches in five years? So that doesn't help. In the, uh, the NFL presence out of New York City. Not good. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Coming up, Alex. Alex's amazing anecdotes. Uh, so excited. For those that don't know, uh, they're interesting, sometimes not even sports-related facts or stories that he's come up with uh, over the 24 hours, and we'll get into that on the other side of the break. Here's another Jay Barker show. Jay, happy birthday. Lars taking the day off. Back in a minute.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C letter O. Back to the Jay Parker Show. Matt, Brittany, and Alex with you for the first 90 minutes. Uh, usually about the time of the show that we bring on Alex Bauman, our outstanding intern UAB broadcast student, to uh, take us through Alex's amazing anecdotes. What do you have for us today? On Monday, the turnpike in Florida's Osceola County was backed up for more than 30 miles due to a herd of cows. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How frustrating. That is the most frustrating thing, to realize that that's why you're sitting on the road. Okay. Where in Florida is that? Does it say, or do I need to look it up on some kind of map? I probably need to look it up. I didn't. Uh, is, okay, just, is it Acala County, you about said? Cal Osceola. Osceola County. Uh, Something about uh, cattle ranches I just don't equate. With Florida. I would think in Texas that would happen, in Mississippi, even in Alabama, before yeah. Florida. It's close to Tampa. Oh, oh that's, that's surprising. Same. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, my God. Although. Uh, like, why? why what were they? Were they just, was nobody out there trying to get this resolved? What was the road again? Uh, it's the for- turnpike in Florida's Osceola. Oh, yeah. They have about 65 turnpikes just in the Orlando area. Um, do you ever watch Yellowwood? No. Um, there's a scene in there where this woman who's uh, very leftist and trying to protect every animal on the face of the planet um, is asking why they have to have fences up. And, they, you know, Kevin Costner says, because they'll come out and stand in the middle of the road. And she goes, she looks at him and says, what the heck are you talking about? Look, and says, why do, do that? Why do they do that? And Costner went, that's what they do. Yeah. But they will. They will go, and, and they won't go to the other pasture. Some of them will. Yeah. But the majority will stand in the road. Have you ever been stopped by a cow in the middle of the road, Alex? No. I haven't. Okay, in thing, Mississippi, we one. have tunnels under the road, and the cows go, you open up the gate, and the cows go under the road on a, in an underground tunnel to the other side. So you don't have this problem geniuses i know wow i know right you know i never knew that that is so they yeah they have gates that'll block these like these tunnel these underground i mean i don't know what else to call them but and then they'll open the gate up and they'll hurt the the cattle through the uh, under the road cattle way yeah engineering at its best that's and from mississippi too best engineering school in the country that's why uh, all right, that, that was a very interesting, <laughs> a one. One. very very uh, conversational and topical. What do you got next? Uh, staying on the topic of animals, the Birmingham Zoo announced oh. that the female oh. lion Achilles has passed away due to injuries sustained after she was attacked uh, by Josh the male lion, who she was newly introduced to. 
I saw that. That's so yeah. sad. And did you, she had been there for 15 years. Since two, I think 2007. The lioness had been there yes. that long? And I, yes. I thought it was a new introduction in the... The new lion, the male lion, just got there. Uh, I had it the other way around. been there for 15 years. And so all of the zookeepers, like, they, I mean, you know, 15 years, you're treating an animal like you love her. Oh, God, that must be devastating. Uh, and how did they, that happen? It sounded to me like they had them kind of in protected areas where they were. there was a fence or something, but I, I heard the word mesh. Oh, gosh. Used, and I went, wow. Uh, tiger fight. You think Lion tiger. Pour through the mesh? Do you have any details on it there? Oh. I don't. They probably tried they to probably spare people from. Release the details. Can you imagine being the zookeeper Just, that walked into that mess, though? Well, you know, they, they observe it because they have to. So there were people that saw it. Oh, that's awful. I was hoping it happened like overnight or something and no one was there. Now, I'm, uh. I'm pretty sure I, I saw an interview with one of the zookeepers this morning. Yeah. I believe that's what she oh indicated. Oh, gosh, that's terrible. Oh, uh, uh, you got to bring us <laughs> back up. You're to bring the mood up. Bring, bring us back one. up here, Alex. <laughs> uh, Toys R Us will return in pop-up shops at every Macy's store this holiday season. I've missed it. I have, too. I, I'm, I'm stuck. There's still Macy's stores? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great <laughs> There's great one. I guess there's one at the Summit. So there's a uh, Toys R Us pop-up Yeah, store? there is. But there, there, and there used to be one of the Galleria that's been long gone. I think so. The only one I know of is, well, there's one in New York City, obviously, the big one. But there's, there's like the only two Macy's stores I know of, the Summit and <laughs> Times Square. I, you know, when you're Christmas and it's getting late and you still need to get a few for the grandkids you or the children, Macy's. you could go to Toys R Us yes. and almost... 99% of the time, you'd find something that you knew they would like. And I quite honestly never understood why they went out of business. I know. And then the I babies, mean, toys? Like all of the Kids? RS lines, I felt like, went out of business. The babies RS is gone. They're all gone. Did you ever shop at a Toys R Us there? Yes. Alex? Oh, did you? Alex? Was that like, you? did you go in there as a kid and say, Mommy, I want this, I want that? I did not. I was more of a Walmart kid. Uh, Walmart. Do you know what I remember doing as a kid? I'm going to date myself. The Sears catalog. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I used to you love, are really dating yourself. I used to love the Sears. I would go to my grandmother's house because she would get it, and I would flip through, and I would get a pen, and I would circle all the things I wanted out of the Sears catalog and then hand it back to her, knowing that I probably wouldn't get any of it. But This may have just been in, oh. in our neighborhood or in my, our family. You know what we called it? What? We call it the wish book. Oh, Did yay. you ever hear that phrase? No, but that makes but, sense. Uh, and there was probably, of all of the items they had in that catalog, I'll bet one-third were toys, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, wanted, and the I way they had them set up and they used these photographs that were just perfect with the perfect little kids, the perfect little train. Mm-hmm. And I would not even know half of the things in that catalog existed. Until I got the cat, you know, and so I didn't want them before I was flipping through the catalog. And then I would start flipping through the catalog. And all of a sudden, I mean, I had this huge desire to have this train that I never even knew existed or to have that Barbie doll house that I never even knew existed before I saw it in the Sears catalog. Um, is there an online, Alex, is there an online Sears catalog or Does Toys Sears R Us? Is even or- in existence anymore? 
I think it very. I think they're more of the appliance nature now. But did you ever? Uh, do you can you find an internet version of a Christmas wish book? I'd assume there probably is somewhere. Yeah. Because my address is still online. My children, my grandchildren, at the age of two, knew how to get on the internet and search for stuff. It's amazing. Oh. My child, okay, let me just tell you what my child does for Christmas. She makes a PowerPoint presentation. No way. <laughs> Swear. She is, she's smart, though. She has figured it out. She got so tired of getting stuff she didn't want, you know, from grandparents and aunts and uncles and all that. So she made a PowerPoint presentation, and each slide is what is an item that she wants, and she puts the link. So all you have to do is click the link, and it takes you directly to where and you can order it. it. And, and then she'll it. put the size, the color, She'll put all the things and put the link, and then you click, you order it, and you ship it. And she literally gets every single thing she wants for Christmas because of this PowerPoint. And all I have to do, she'll do the PowerPoint, she'll email me the PowerPoint, and then I send a mass email out to everyone who would buy her a Christmas present, and it's done. It's amazing. But I'm like, you know what? That's super smart to get what you want. Make it easy for people. Yeah, and that does make it easy. We used to make... You know, Santa list. Do kids do that anymore, Alex? Do you make a list? Probably. I do. We can't spoil the hopes and dreams of all little children that are listening to the show right now. So kids, absolutely make your Santa list. What's your sweet daughter's name? Kennedy. Kennedy. You're, you're going to have to worry when all the links are BMW. <laughs> Kennedy. In a couple of years, you're going to get nothing on that list because I will not be able to afford anything on uh, it. <laughs> hey, uh, something tells me she'll figure it out. I mean, last year it was all Lululemon, and I, yeah, broke everybody's bank. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) It's a a very high-end yoga. This, this, it's a yoga pant that I'm wearing right now, actually. But they're, yeah. It's called Lululemon? Yes, you've really never heard of Lululemon? Well, you know, it's not like I don them every day. (laughs) To Uh, take you shopping. Uh-oh. Oh, man, it's, you have to drag me in handcuffs into a place to go shopping. That's what you can get your daughter for Christmas this year. Giving you a Lemon. heads up. Okay. She would love anything from Lululemon. It's just, it's like yoga workout gear stuff, but it's just don't be shocked when you walk in and see how much it costs. All right. Uh, help, a, help an old guy out here. Yeah. Um, how much is just your standard... You don't want to say? $125. Now I know why Lane Kiffin did this. Yeah. Check your pulse. Wow. Man. Yeah. I know. $120 for a pair of tight sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Aren't you glad Man. your daughter's not a teenager right now? Not Well, I'm glad she's not under my roof. That's right. It's her husband's problem. Now. That's right. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to Jay Barker show. We'll find a way to put a bow on this present in a moment. <laughs> You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid summer afternoon. The chance of scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 77. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few strong storms likely by afternoon. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 93 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Back on the Jay Barker Show. Happy birthday to Jay and also to Roger Hoover. Appreciate uh, all they do for the show, certainly. But uh, Jay is celebrating his birthday, as he should. And it's the big 5-0. Uh, and he doesn't do a lot of social media, so you can't really wish him a happy birthday. No, yeah. Let me give everybody his phone number. And they can <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Alex Bellman's on the show. Uh, Brittany's with us. Uh, Lars taking a couple of days off, too. I mean, it is summer, folks. But uh, we still have a couple of more entries from Alex's awesome anecdotes. What do you have? South Carolina basketball star and Naismith Player of the Year, uh, Aaliyah Boston, was not invited to the ESPYs, even though she's nominated for the Best College Athlete Women's Sports Award. I saw that. I saw that. I, What's the reason? I here? don't get it. Uh, ESPN said uh, that she's not a part of the televised schedule. The award isn't. And they said due to both COVID restrictions and a new venue with, with much less seating capacity than previous shows is the reason. Mm-mm. No. They're not televising the female college athlete of the year? That's what they told the uh, article. Her co- yeah. Her coach went on a Twitter rant about it, which she should. And then I just saw where the, the athlete herself had gone to Twitter about it, too. But I'm sorry. That's not good. Well, the, the, the big problem is that it's not on their menu uh, exactly like I mean, why would that not be on your menu is the is the male athlete oh, well on? absolutely and all the nominees will be there correct yeah the bright is going to be there bright young will be there yeah it, uh, it's the college espies uh, or the SBs. regular espies it's the regular espies but why if you're going to do the male them? college athlete of the year on tv why would you not I do the female in, college in, athlete of the year in this day and age especially in the 50th Year anniversary of Title Nine. I mean, come on. Come on, ESPN. Do really? Better. Do better. I, I can't believe pitiful. they're not. Now, when did we find this out? It's. I saw it earlier in the week, I think, where the coach had said something about it. But, but I expected them to change their – I expected them to be like, oopsie. You know, like, oops, sorry, we that was a mistake. Like, we accidentally – whatever, and they're holding firm. Well – is not good i think i won't watch it now espn's image is not the brightest in some of the stances that they take which remain unnamed but that's just dumb yeah it's not good tell you what it is it's disrespectful absolutely yeah or in my neck of the room ain't right (laughs) ain't right uh wow she won it or she's a nominee she's a nominee she's a nominee oh wow Mm. Uh, it's not good you know what's going to happen to people if they get their collective minds together they'll find out who the sponsors are and they'll go to them and if you want to get to the programmers threaten their sponsors nil deal too right there let's let's figure that one out well this will help her nil yeah everybody's gonna be following her on twitter your plane ticket and just show up Just walk in. <laughs> All- well, are they going to do it viral? I mean, are they going to do a Zoom with them? I mean, sometimes that's the way they do it, but I still don't see how you can do no, that you, and justify having them in. You bring them in, and I'm sorry. if you Don't use COVID as an excuse. If you're bringing in everyone else, don't – come on. You have policy and protocol in place now for COVID. We've been dealing with it for way too long, so don't throw that out there. <laughs> Get it together. S is it SMH? Am I getting that one right? 
Shaking my head. It's, uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, please, if you can, Alex, send us off on a bright and cheery and rainbow-like note. On August 16th, Netflix will release a documentary about Manti Teo's fake girlfriend hoax <laughs> called Untold, the girlfriend who didn't exist. I mean, Netflix <laughs> is doing documentaries on anything. Now, I don't know about the Netflix one because I, I haven't watched any of those. But some of the documentaries that they've done, uh, like um, 30 for 30 and uh, the E60s that ESPN has produced, phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I can't wait to of... watch The Captain, the one that's mm-hmm. on Derek, Derek Jeter. Yep. But that's there'll be a lot of people watching just to see how they handle it. Well, how do you do that on an invisible person? Well, unless uh, and Titeo takes part in it. I would say it's very difficult. What are they going to do? Just have an empty chair? They interviewed the guy that actually was catfishing him. Oh. Oh, now it got a little bit more interesting. And it's two parts, not just one. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know, when I will all say that... this. Netflix, I did see an article this morning where Netflix has lost one million subscribers lately. And people are saying that they're not subscribing anymore because there's too much content on it. Like, it's too much. You have to scroll to find stuff. And, you know, you think you found something and then it's trash. Having it. Hasn't much. it gone up on the rates too? It also has gone um, up on rates. I, I think they uh, are cutting down on an, uh, the number of people that piggyback too. Oh yeah, they are. And, they um, they make you pay extra. I, you know, it, yeah, and you know what? That's right. I mean, that's like Absolutely. when people that's used to splice stealing. into the, your next door neighbor's cable. Yeah, that's stealing. Really, really not supposed to do that. But no. um, if my memory serves me correctly, that story really broke uh, right around the time that Alabama beat the. You know what out of Notre Dame in the national championship? Was that in 14? Uh, it's since 2012. Okay. I was only two years off. You know, these days, uh, that's a win for Matt. Uh, all right. You guys got any thoughts as we go to the top of the hour? You anything you want to um, wrap up? You're a star of the show, by the way. Bruce. Oh, wow. I don't have any and, more statue questions for you know, the you're, day. You're Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Lars will no, no longer be in that seat. Yes. Well, Lars has been Wally Pitt. Hey. <laughs> I have taken over. This is now the Brittany Wagner show. Please no, come back tomorrow. <laughs> it's not. Uh, Alex, you okay? Doing good. Great job, Alex. Thank you. you did, Great uh, first day as a co-host. Uh, and by the way, get used to it. You'll by be back tomorrow. Be the, <laughs> the way it's going to be the, the rest of the week. Uh, hey, everyone listening, I appreciate it. We'll uh, do more. It'll be day four of the Southeastern Conference Media Day. Um Jimbo Fisher coming up. Jimbo Fisher. Thank you, folks. Have a blessed day. Hi, this is Wes McClure.